0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ozma of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter 7 Ozma of Oz to the Rescue. Nanda brought Dorothy bread and water for her supper, and she slept upon a hard stone couch with a single pillow and a silken coverlet in the morning she leaned out of the window of her prison in the tower to see if there was any way to escape the room was not so very high up when compared with our modern buildings but it was far enough above the trees and farmhouses to give her a good view of the surrounding country to the east she saw the forest with the sands beyond it and the ocean beyond that There was even a dark speck upon the shore that she thought might be the chicken coop in which she had arrived at this singular country. Then she looked to the north and saw a deep but narrow valley lying between two rocky mountains and a third mountain that shut off the valley at the further end. Westward the fertile land of Ev suddenly ended a little way from the palace, AND THE GIRL COULD SEE MILES AND MILES OF SANDY DESERT, THAT STRETCHED FURTHER THAN HER EYES COULD REACH. IT WAS THIS DESERT, SHE THOUGHT, WITH MUCH INTEREST, THAT ALONE SEPARATED HER FROM THE WONDERFUL LAND OF OZ, AND SHE REMEMBERED SORROWFULLY THAT SHE HAD BEEN TOLD NO ONE HAD EVER BEEN ABLE TO CROSS THIS DANGEROUS WASTE BUT HERSELF. ONCE A CYCLONE HAD CARRIED HER ACROSS IT, AND A MAGICAL PAIR OF SILVER SHOES HAD CARRIED HER BACK AGAIN, but now she had neither a cyclone nor silver shoes to assist her, and her condition was sad indeed, for she had become the prisoner of a disagreeable princess who insisted that she must exchange her head for another one that she was not used to, and which might not fit her at all. Really there seemed no hope of help for her from her old friends in the land of Oz. Thoughtfully she gazed from her narrow window, On all the desert not a living thing was stirring. Wait, though! Something surely was stirring on the desert, something her eyes had not observed at first. Now it seemed like a cloud. Now it seemed like a spot of silver. Now it seemed to be a mass of rainbow colors that moved swiftly toward her. What could it be, she wondered. Then, gradually, but in a brief space of time nevertheless, The vision drew near enough to Dorothy to make out what it was. A broad green carpet was unrolling itself upon the desert, while advancing across the carpet was a wonderful procession that made the girl open her eyes in amazement as she gazed. First came a magnificent golden chariot, drawn by a great lion and an immense tiger, who stood shoulder to shoulder and trotted along as gracefully as a well-matched team of thoroughbred horses. And standing upright within the chariot was a beautiful girl, clothed in flowing robes of silver gauze, and wearing a jeweled diadem upon her dainty head. She held in one hand the satin ribbons that guided her astonishing team, and in the other an ivory wand that separated at the top into two prongs, the prongs being tipped by the letters O and Z, made in glistening diamonds set closely together the girl seemed neither older nor larger than dorothy herself and at once the prisoner in the tower guessed that the lovely driver of the chariot must be that ozma of oz of whom she had so lately heard from tiktok following close behind the chariot dorothy saw her old friend the scarecrow riding calmly astride a wooden sawhorse which pranced and trotted as naturally as any meat horse could have done and then came nick chopper the tin woodman with his funnel-shaped cap tipped carelessly over his left ear, his gleaming axe over his right shoulder, and his whole body sparkling as brightly as it had ever done in the old days when first she knew him. The tin woodman was on foot, marching at the head of a company of twenty-seven soldiers, of whom some were lean and some fat, some short and some tall, but all the twenty-seven were dressed in handsome uniforms of various designs and colors— no two being alike in any respect. Behind the soldiers the green carpet rolled itself up again, so that there was always just enough of it for the procession to walk upon, in order that their feet might not come in contact with the deadly, life-destroying sands of the desert. Dorothy knew at once it was a magic carpet she beheld, and her heart beat high with hope and joy as she realized she was soon to be rescued and allowed to greet her dearly beloved friends of oz the scarecrow the tin-woodman and the cowardly lion indeed the girl felt herself as good as rescued as soon as she recognized those in the procession for she well knew the courage and loyalty of her old comrades and also believed that any others who came from their marvellous country would prove to be pleasant and reliable acquaintances as soon as the last bit of desert was passed and all the procession from the beautiful and dainty ozma to the last soldier had reached the grassy meadows of the land of ev the magic carpet rolled itself together and entirely disappeared then the chariot driver turned her lion and tiger into a broad roadway leading up to the palace, and the others followed while Dorothy still gazed from her tower window in eager excitement. They came quite close to the front door of the palace and then halted, the scarecrow dismounting from his sawhorse to approach the sign fastened to the door that he might read what it said. Dorothy, just above him, could keep silent no longer. "'Here I am,' she cried, as loudly as she could. "'Here's Dorothy.' "Dorothy, who?' asked the scarecrow, "'tipping his head to look upward, "'until he nearly lost his balance and tumbled over backward. "Dorothy Gale, of course, your friend from Kansas,' she answered. "'Why, hello, Dorothy,' said the scarecrow. "'What in the world are you doing up there?' "'Nothing,' she called down, "'because there's nothing to do. "'Save me, my friend, save me.' "'You seem to be quite safe now,' replied the Scarecrow. "'But I'm a prisoner. I'm locked in, so that I can't get out,' she pleaded. "'That's all right,' said the Scarecrow. "'You might be worse off, little Dorothy. "'Just consider the matter. "'You can't get drowned, or be run over by a wheeler, "'or fall out of an apple tree. "'Some folks would think they were lucky to be up there.' "'Well, I don't,' declared the girl, "'and I want to get down immediately "'and see you and the Tin Woodman and the Cowardly Lion.' very well said the scarecrow nodding it shall be just as you say little friend who locked you up the princess languidere who is a horrid creature she answered at this ozma who had been listening carefully to the conversation called to dorothy from her chariot asking why did the princess lock you up my dear because exclaimed dorothy i wouldn't let her have my head for her collection "'and take an old, cast-off head in exchange for it.' "'I do not blame you,' exclaimed Ozma promptly. "'I will see the princess at once, and oblige her to liberate you.' "'Oh, thank you, very, very much!' cried Dorothy, "'who, as soon as she heard the sweet voice of the girlish ruler of Oz, "'knew that she would soon learn to love her dearly.' Ozma now drove her chariot around to the third door of the wing, "'upon which the tin-woodman boldly proceeded to knock.' as soon as the maid opened the door ozma bearing in her hand her ivory wand stepped into the hall and made her way at once to the drawing-room followed by all her company except the lion and the tiger and the twenty-seven soldiers made such a noise and a clatter that the little maid nanda ran away screaming to her mistress whereupon the princess languedir roused to great anger by this rude invasion of her palace came running into the drawing-room without any assistance whatever. There she stood before the slight and delicate form of the little girl from Oz and cried out, "'How dare you enter my palace unbidden! Leave this room at once, or I will bind you and all your people in chains and throw you into my darkest dungeons!' "'What a dangerous lady!' murmured the Scarecrow in a soft voice. "'She seems a little nervous,' replied the Tin Woodman." But Ozma only smiled at the angry princess. "'Sit down, please,' she said quietly. "'I have travelled a long way to see you, and you must listen to what I have to say.' "'Must?' screamed the princess, her black eyes flashing with fury, for she still wore her number-17 head. "'Must? To me?' "'To be sure,' said Ozma. "'I am ruler of the land of Oz, and I am powerful enough to destroy all your kingdom, if I so wish.' yet i did not come here to do harm but rather to free the royal family of eve from the thrall of the gnome king the news having reached me that he is holding the queen and her children prisoners hearing these words languadier suddenly became quiet i wish you could indeed free my aunt and her ten royal children she said eagerly For if they were restored to their proper forms and station, they could rule the kingdom of Ev themselves, and that would save me a lot of worry and trouble. At present there are at least ten minutes every day that I must devote to affairs of state, and I would like to be able to spend my whole time in admiring my beautiful heads. Then we will presently discuss this matter, said Ozma, and try to find a way to liberate your aunt and cousins. "'But first you must liberate another prisoner, the little girl you have locked up in your tower.' "'Of course,' said Languadier readily, "'I had forgotten all about her. That was yesterday, you know, and a princess cannot be expected to remember to-day what she did yesterday. Come with me, and I will release the prisoner at once.' So Ozma followed her, and they passed up the stairs that led to the room in the tower. While they were gone, Ozma's followers remained in the drawing-room, and the Scarecrow was leaning against a form that he had mistaken for a copper statue, when a harsh metallic voice said suddenly in his ear, "'Get off my foot, please. You are scratching my polish.' "'Oh, excuse me,' he replied, hastily drawing back. "'Are you alive?' "'No,' said Tick-Tock. "'I am only a machine.' but I can think and speak and act when I am properly wound up. Just now my action is run down, and Dorothy has the key to it. That's all right, replied the Scarecrow. Dorothy will soon be free, and then she'll attend to your works. But it must be a great misfortune not to be alive. I'm sorry for you. Why? asked Tick-Tock. Because you have no brains, as I have, said the Scarecrow. "'Oh, yes, I have,' returned Tick-Tock. "'I am fitted with Smith and Tinker's improved combination steel brains. "'They are what make me think. "'What sort of brains are you fitted with?' "'I don't know,' admitted the Scarecrow. "'They were given to me by the great Wizard of Oz, "'and I didn't get a chance to examine them before he put them in. "'But they work splendidly, and my conscience is very active. "'Have you a conscience?' "'No,' said Tick-Tock.' "'And no heart, I suppose,' added the Tin Woodman, "'who had been listening with interest to this conversation. "'No,' said Tick-Tock. "'Then,' continued the Tin Woodman, "'I regret to say that you are greatly inferior to my friend the Scarecrow and to myself, "'for we are both alive, and he has brains which do not need to be wound up, "'while I have an excellent heart that is continually beating in my bosom.' "'I congratulate you,' replied Tik tock I can not help being your inferior for i am a mere machine when i am wound up i do my duty by going just as my machinery is made to go you have no idea how full of machinery i am i can guess said the scarecrow looking at the machine man curiously some day i'd like to take you apart and see just how you are made do not do that i beg of you said Tick-Tock, for you could not put me together again, and my usefulness would be destroyed. Oh, are you useful? asked the scarecrow, surprised. Very, said Tick-Tock. In that case, the scarecrow kindly promised, I won't fool with your interior at all, for I am a poor mechanic and might mix you up. Thank you, said Tick-Tock. Just then, Ozma re-entered the room, leading Dorothy by the hand and followed closely by the Princess End of Chapter 7